0: This is Casey from Juice Culture. You're listening to Sat Your Day Radio. So much drama in the LBC. It's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G. But I somehow, way keep
1: coming All right, what's up, everyone? We're here on Make Music Day, June 21st, with Sat Your Day. My name's Anke A Hey, Bar. And we're here with Casey. Hi. What's up, Casey? What do you do?
0: Hi, I'm the owner of an organic juice bar in Upper Montclair, New Jersey.
1: Okay. So today we're going to talk about how to run a juice shop spotlight on how runs shop nitty-gritty the good and bad so let's talk about where you're located and kind of what you do on a daily basis at your shop
0: okay so um, our shop is in Upper Montclair right on Valley Road for anybody who knows that area on the main drag 617 Valley Road um, day-to-day as with I'm sure many startup businesses um, is a changing beast every day I come in I might have a plan for. I think I'm gonna, I don't know, write up some thoughts or do some social media posts or run payroll. And then I get in and the ice machine is broken and I spend the whole day cleaning up spilled water. So, really, I mean, you never know what your day is gonna be. Just for a little
2: background, guys, as well, like I was actually an employee at Juice Culture. A very good employee. Thank you so much. We still
0: cry every day.
2: (laughs) And, like, um, yeah, I can attest to that as well. Like, sometimes you do plan and then. Certain mishaps may happen, like maybe a blender, maybe broken, and yeah. you need to like work with one or none, or go to Williams
0: Sonoma and buy a, <laughs> <laughs> buy a backup. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Got to roll with the punches. Absolutely.
1: And when did you work there?
2: I was there about two months in, I would say, a m- like two months in after the business started. Yeah. Andrew, my brother, like Andrew, Andrew too, Andrew brought right? Brought us Saturday Radio as well. He started off initially, yeah, and then he sort of introduced me to Casey and the company, and I've been working there like probably like five, six months. Yeah,
0: that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ever since, yeah. How big is your staff? Like how many people do you need? We
0: have about 12 people on staff right now. Um, So, and we have, we just had a lot of turnover because we have a lot of students who sometimes don't live around here during the summer but otherwise, we opened a year ago, we still have some of the same people so. Aside from our double barley loss, which was very sad, we have a lot of good loyalty from our people, which is cool.
1: Yeah. And what are some of the challenges you, you've seen in the past year?
0: Um, so I mean, I think your question about day to day is really important. Um, if there's one thing I've learned about starting any business, it's that uh, you've got to be flexible So I'm kind of someone who likes to plan things. So before I opened the juice, bar, I did marketing before, so I had no background. I had to learn sort of everything. Before I opened, I wrote a hundred page business plan about what I was gonna do and how I was gonna execute it, what I thought was gonna happen. Um, And I sort of, when I opened, I thought, okay, executing this plan as written is gonna be success. But that's not really what it's like to succeed as an entrepreneur. What it's like right. to succeed is to say, "Here's my long-term goal. I want to be successful. Here's how I think I might get there." But then every day you have to sort of like change. The so short term
2: was more sporadic. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. to. You
0: have to be flexible. You have to know where you're trying to get to, and then course correct right. every day along the way. So since we've opened, we've totally changed our menu. We've changed um, the way we create certain things. We've. I mean. I've been surprised how different things were from how I thought they were going to be. But that's okay. It doesn't mean right. they're wrong. It's just different.
1: I guess it's also just what you're learning on that day-to-day basis. Like that's right. Who your clients are. What do your clients like? Yes. And, and
0: I think that's what makes a successful business versus a not is that ability to take in learning and change course based on that versus just saying, no, this is the way we do it. Right. We're not adjusting. right? So. We were doing really well when we opened last summer in September, and then I was surprised how much business fell off when the weather changed, right? So one thing you could do is just cry about it, right? Another thing you could do is say, well, I guess we're just gonna have a bad winter. But instead, we had to sort of figure out what actually changed, right? Because we were still getting all of our morning people who were coming in for breakfast. It's not that people didn't like cold things. We figured out, once we analyzed and looked at the numbers, that people weren't eating acai bowls for lunch. So like, people still have a smoothie when it's cold, but they don't want, Like something cold for their lunch. Like it was just like a behavior we had to learn about. So we introduced warm grain bowls instead for lunch. And that sort of came, like, I mean, we introduced them in January and that turned around the whole business. Wow. So it's like really being able to see not just what the problem is, but what's actually happening and then create a solution to address that. And that's the fun part is like coming up with solutions every day, right? Being creative and solving
2: problems. It's really fun because it's like, you know, it's your idea and all of us are like a, we're also a cog in the wheel of your idea but it was just like really fun and like we all felt a, a sense of purpose like you know being part of that idea because you can say like you know go work for a corporation and you're not going to get that experience yes. that one-on-one experience of what you have like with your, a small business you know but yeah. with, a, with a big Perspective I would say yeah, much bigger picture.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you I mean and we've been very lucky with our team I mean we have amazing people and and people who really I think it's the benefit of getting in on the ground floor But people who feel ownership so who are like willing to adjust with me and who give me suggestions all the time And who want to help make the business better, which is useful um And I mean, I've worked in large ad agencies and tiny ad agencies, and it's the same thing. The smaller ones, you feel like your contribution might actually have an impact, so you're more willing to extend yourself. Absolutely, yeah. You know?
2: So really quickly, uh, why the um, transition from ad agency to... A juice shop. Um, (laughs) Yeah, a juice shop
1: in Montclair, as opposed to. (laughs) It's an interesting interesting story. Uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, I think there were several reasons, both macro and micro, in terms of my life. I would say the most accurate reason was just that, as someone who's been trained in marketing, I saw a market opportunity. So I wasn't, it wasn't like I'm this woman who makes smoothies all the time. And I mean, I did sometimes, but like for all my friends and I was thinking, I have these great recipes, I have to share them with the world, which is a lot of people's story who open small, you know, a, a bakery because you are really good at making cakes. That wasn't my situation. My situation was I lived in town. I felt there was a lack of healthy food options when you're sort of out and about on the go. And that somebody, was going to make money off that lack. Um, and I mean, we're in the midst of growing to more locations right now, but w- when I did this sort of market analysis, there's a lot of suburban towns that have a lot of foot traffic, that have people who want to eat healthy and really know businesses that are solving that, right. um, filling that um, need for them. So um, I really made the switch because I saw an opportunity I couldn't ignore. Absolutely. And then I had to just figure out how to do it because again I knew nothing about it. I'm still learning
2: right. yeah, a and lot. And I know you just mentioned also like um, bringing that ju- like a juice experience to different places. I've actually been to different juice spots after. Like, uh-huh. Sorry to say that I went there. You know, <laughs> that's the okay. Juice that's culture, that's <laughs> <laughs> but it just so happened that I got a juice. Out. I was like, let me try this out. And like some some people's complaints, like customers for example, is like the price point. They're mm-hmm. the, they trying to figure out. Okay, so why is the juice like? eleven dollars or why is a small one six dollars yes and we have to explain it to them educate it to the, educate that to them so upon doing so then they understand and they're like okay like i get it like this is organic this is a premium drink, yes you know we're selling something premium compared to like other juice places like the quality has never been the same like Thanks. at all like not a, an actual cold press yes yeah right. you know they don't they kind of like Fail to like really explain that well yes yeah and just overall like the price points were just the same yeah and it just was not as good <laughs> yeah simple as that yeah well
0: that's interesting you bring that up because I mean I am building a business with an eye on the long term but if I were looking to optimize short-term profit I would not use organic vegetables and I would centrifugally press everything and it would cost me Much less money and be able to charge almost as much, probably. But that's not the business I want to build because I believe organic vegetables are important, and I want to build a long-term sort of premium bit brand that will last as people become more knowledgeable over the next, you know, five to ten years.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And I thought I I always love that too. Like you're very ethical as far as like informing the customers like what was organic that day and like. What was not you know because it very easily anybody could just say okay well everything's organic and they just and bought it from like you know the supermarket yeah. down the street like <laughs> yeah yeah who, who's, who knows you have so. to
0: decide what you want to stand for right you know what i mean right. and yeah i think what's
1: been your most effective form of marketing and for montclair for your business
0: um that's a good question
1: Like word of mouth?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think word of mouth is probably the best answer to that question. Um, We've started to see some traction doing some events with MSU because that was a community who didn't really know we were there and we're trying to get involved more there. So sort of picking a specific community. Um, But I think events, so far I haven't spent too much. I tried to run some, I did run some Instagram ads. I ran some um, Google AdWords. I think those work, but it's so hard to know. You know what I mean? but I like doing local events, things like the Montclair Farmers Market and the school health and wellness events, just because we're still just in the raising awareness phase. You know what I mean? And so this many Is this your first Make
1: Music Day? In um, yes, we weren't quite open uh, last year. Yes, yeah. yeah. We have
0: two performers coming today. Nice. I think one already performed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. And what? What's your favorite part about what you do? Like some some favorite things, not one favorite thing, but. Um, what keeps you like waking up? Yeah, to so
0: I think I think there's two answers to that question. The selfish answer is I like being in charge. I like making all the decisions, so that's like fun for me, and to come in every day and meet a new set of problems and be able to be the one who can direct how those problems are addressed is fun for me. Um, I think in a broader sense, I mean, I didn't really open this business to be altruistic, but when a parent comes in and says my kid won't eat vegetables but they'll eat your green smoothie, like that feels really good, I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money in this world, and not all of them also add value to people's lives, yeah. but anyone who buys my product, yes, they're giving me money, and it's not like I'm doing them a favor, but also they're doing something good for themselves, which is a nice feeling. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I know we have some juices here, To actually. sample, yes, yeah, we do. We gotta yeah, sample We actually em.
2: have the, um, the Andrew. So while it grabs
1: them, what are we, uh, we going to yeah, try so, today? Yeah,
0: um, so I brought the two drinks that are named after Andrew and Anthony, so... Um, <laughs> Why would you
1: ever do that? <laughs> they're
0: really good. They deserved it. So um, the Andrew, which is one of our best sellers, is our spicy lemonade. So it um, is organic lemons, organic ginger, um, turmeric... And what else am I forgetting? A little bit of cayenne, um, so it's like and and some local honey. So it's a lemonade with a little bit of ginger and cayenne kick to it. Um, people love it. It's one of our best sellers. We serve it hot or cold, so you can get this out of the fridge cold.
1: And how do you bottle this? Like you do the bottling? Yes, we
0: just bought. Well, those are, that's a sticker. So right. actually, there's a place. They're right there. It's called the Printer's Place. They're right around the corner. They print our labels for us, and uh, we bottle them ourselves. Yeah. Oh, in-store, so we make it every day. And then um, we also have the Anthony, which is one of our newer tonics. We introduced a new menu called the Tonic Menu, um, which is basically all meant to be boosted with with sort of super premium superfood ingredients. So, the Anthony, for example, is cold brew coffee. We blend it with our house-made almond milks. We make our own organic almond milk in-house from raw almonds. Um, And then we put in a little bit of honey and a little bit of lucuma, which is another fruit-based sweetener. Um, Lucuma? Yes. Peruvian?
1: Peruvian, you got it, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And then it's amazing, it's amazing. And then we we add reishi mushroom powder, which is an adaptogen and a, a the newest, basically, trendy health
2: food thing yeah. is mushrooms. When, when Nick saw reishi mushrooms, he got scared. He was like, what, are your mushrooms? And no, I'm like, no, no, not I was a like, powder. don't worry. I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not drinking
1: that. It tastes
0: good. Mushrooms are amazing things. They share 40% of their DNA with humans, so all of their nutrients are very bioavailable for us. Um, adaptogens are really amazing um. They have very amazing properties where, basically, they can adapt to your body's stress level and adjust accordingly. Um, Reishi mushroom has been shown in laboratory studies to boost immune cell functioning. So it's actually, there's some science behind it. Um, We only ever use ingredients that have some real science behind them. Um, And the third drink is the Dan, which is one of our best-selling cold-pressed juices. It's a sweet beet juice, basically. So there is beet in it. It looks very beady, but don't be afraid. It tastes really good. It a nice sweet kick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they're tasting. What
2: do you think
1: about the This is the Andrew. We're <laughs> drinking the Andrew right now. Okay. Spicy
0: lemonade. Very refreshing on a hot okay, day. Okay, let's
1: try So this is the Andrew. This is the Andrew, the that's spicy right. spicy lemonade.
0: Spicy lemonade. A ginger cayenne kick. People love it in the winter when they're kind of feeling a little oh, under the weather. Oh, it's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Oh, that's different. It's like light, Yeah. super light, but like I feel it in, in deep down in my throat.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. And
1: we're gonna have Dan try get it some hot of this as well. Many
2: like, customers yes. like during the winter time were coming in and getting the teas. Yeah, like, you know. The, l-
0: the Andrew Hot is very tasty <laughs> and <laughs> very, very tasty. like soothing. And I right. mean, ginger is good for immunity and Dan, Dan what do you sinuses. think?
2: <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> 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 Thank you.
0: It's our spicy lemonade: lemon, turmeric, ginger, cayenne, honey. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Wake you up.
1: That's so interesting. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's one of our of our favorite drinks. All right,
1: so shout out Andrew. <laughs> shout yes, out Andrew.
2: Andrew Let's go the Anthony.
0: Yes, Let's go yeah, the so Anthony. the Anthony. I'm okay. gonna make you drink mushroom powder <laughs> Yeah, so we try you know, there's a lot of trendy health ingredients around these days and um we try not to use any of them that don't have any research behind them because I think that there's a lot of misleading claims out there. Absolutely. So reishi mushrooms, there's actually a lot of really powerful research on. Um,
1: right. So
0: we wanted to start incorporating it. And the idea here, I mean, we sell this hot as well as a morning hot coffee, like latte drink, basically. Um, the idea is that, uh, you know, your coffee can work harder for you, basically. It can do more Absolutely. than just caffeine. Yeah. What do you think to of it ice? The, you never um, had it iced. This is great. It has some it. coconut milk in it too to add a little bit of richness.
1: Yeah, it's a nice All right, yeah. so the the Anthony.
0: Yes. yes.
2: Here we go. Named after me. That's yes. That's right. Yeah. This is so really cool. good. It's so rich. You know. You
0: it's rich, but without. I mean, I, I look. I'm not a vegan. I'm fine with dairy. If you want to drink dairy, that's fine. But sometimes you don't want to. You want something that doesn't sort of give you that feeling. Right. So this is an alternative. Um, an alternative to like a full Wait, we have to give thing. some to Dan.
2: So Casey, like it's funny because I actually went to Dan's a- Dan's our secret tester. spot before. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put the names out there. All right, that's all right. competitors. Yeah. Dan but, um, from Beat Lampers. The actual owner himself, like my supervisor who I was interning, she asked a question, she was trying to like work on her health and she wanted to know what the benefits were. And the owner's question as to whether he juice was beneficial or not was, yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, anything could be beneficial. And, and I just like, I was just like, wait, that's not a juice culture answer. No. Like, that's not acceptable no. at all. No, that's like, not acceptable. we would have acceptable. to like talk about that. Like, you yeah. Know? And it just really like set, it just really made me aware on like how like you knew, like how much, how the importance of like at least having knowledge or at least going into looking into what's beneficial for the customer. Yes. You know? Because yeah. Because we don't know everything. And as no. you mentioned, you came marketing background so like yes she wasn't your number one passion but you strive to you know at least try to figure it out instead of saying okay, yeah so that that was just funny to me because like I was just like wow like It's not how you do good business.
0: No. Well, there's two things. One, that an owner should never have said that. But then the second thing is making sure your employees don't say that either, right? Right. Because the owner might not be there one day. Absolutely. um, one of the things I felt like we did really well in terms of owning our own small business was hiring people who had a passion for the product versus hiring people who had experience with the product. Right. And I would recommend that for anyone starting a business which is most technical skills can be taught but the desire to learn and understand and learn new things and become more knowledgeable on a product it's hard to force someone to do that
2: absolutely you know what i mean So there's more of a willingness yeah
1: so
0: everyone that we hired had a natural interest because maybe they had been sick and had used health food to get over it or you know they were just interested in nutrition or they were studying nutrition or somehow they were open to learning more so that then when i share what i know with them they remember right. it, yeah. and they lo- they look into it themselves, and they'll come in one day, and and one of my employees will say, "Oh, I was just looking up the difference between hemp protein and pea protein, and here it is, and now we can tell customers that." So um, that helped a lot. Yeah, I, I
2: personally didn't have a background either in like juice or like food and services. That's not what general. you told me in your interview. No. Oh <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, did I? <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> just <laughs> You know, I I did have like an interest in the passion for juices, you know, Mm -hmm. I remember during the interview, I did mention how I would make like spirulina and like different drinks that had merengue and seed in it and whatnot and like, you later then it introduced those things and like you also did have spirulina so I was like oh this is perfectly aligned like yeah. I do have like a knowledge of it so but I just didn't have a background in it but I was able to learn and
0: yeah but I mean the fact that yeah. you even knew what spirulina is means I should hire you do you know what I mean it's right like, that's such a small percentage of the population who has done en- who has enough interest in that topic to even have gotten that far yeah and I'm in the I majority You're in the, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have
1: no idea what that is.
0: (laughs) Right. So maybe it's not that interesting to you, which is okay. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to hire you and then force you to be interested in it. You know, that doesn't work. But I can obviously train someone how to, like, use a cash register or cut carrots. That's not hard. But you can't train passion.
1: No. So do you have, like, a, a research department or you do all, like, the ingredients? Like, how do you know that mushrooms would taste good with all the ingredients into Anthony. You know what I mean? Like how do you know what mixtures taste good? Do you test it out or you just?
0: Yeah, so um, I did come up with all the recipes. Um, I bought a lot of recipe books and just made everything in them everything whether it sounded good or it didn't and kind of over the course of a year that I was planning opening this business and by the time I was done doing that I had a really good sense for how different ingredients work together in this subset I mean I can't cook French food but I mean I could but you know what I mean (laughs) but I learned within the subset of ingredients in this kind of world which is a fixed set I learned a lot about how all of them work together Um, and then and then I also have a personal interest I was just gonna say yeah so every time an article comes across my computer screen or my desk with about nutrition or about new superfood ingredients or about recipes I'm gonna read it just because I want to and now I kind of feel like I should which is even better because I don't feel guilty wasting time reading it (laughs) when I'm supposed to be reading about (laughs) advertising which I was not interested in right so um, I learn I read about adaptogens I investigate what are adaptogens how do they get like consumed what do people mix them with and just play around right
1: do you have any personal favorites
0: um drinks yeah. you mean products that drinks. we sell yeah um yeah well there's one named after me the casey which um is a smoothie we call them blends to sort of describe that they're made in a blender which is my preferred way to ju- juice is not really my thing i prefer to get the fiber in there because fiber is like an amazing nutrient yeah, basically so we
2: spoke about that one time and you know juice versus like fibers and blends you know like which which is more beneficial and then we had that talk yes i went with blends i I think you went with blends as well yes definitely yeah
0: i mean i'm actually not that much of a juice person which is kind of ironic um and we are moving away from featuring juice it's it's necessary to have us because when people hear juice bar they know that that means sort of healthy it's like a, a quick way to sort of telegraph to people what we're about but in terms of pure health benefits, I would go for a smoothie every time. It's just like you're eating the food. Like I'm eating a banana, an apple, kale, and spinach, and then but just through a straw. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. hmm My whole philosophy is just eat more fruits and vegetables. Everyone, if everyone in the world just ate enough fruits and vegetables, everything would be fine health-wise. That's my personal belief. Yeah.
1: Well, you're definitely off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. <I'm trying laughs> thank to you. Accomplish that.
0: <laughs> thank you.
1: And. Uh, would you have some ending remarks for anyone that wants to get into th- a similar business that you're in? Uh, not necessarily even opening a store, but getting into health and maybe beverages.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's a good time right now, right? Health and wellness is exploding. And why is exploding. That? Or just um, Yeah, just, I mean, people are getting more and more healthy. I think younger people are more healthy than older people. And the idea of health, I think, you know, sort of, was a little bit misguided for a long time with the sort of no fat, sort of last 30 years that we have. And now that that's changing over to more whole foods and unprocessed ingredients, um, there's a big opportunity for a lot of businesses in that space. So if that's your passion, I think there's a lot of opportunity out there. Um, I think for... Any business, whatever sort of planning or projections you do, assume that you are being too optimistic. And What happens if you don't hit those numbers? How are you going to adapt to get where you want to get? And what's your long-term plan? How are you going to make money, you know, five years from now? That would be my advice. I just want to also say, in case anyone listens to this, I made up the recipes for when we opened, but now Alyssa makes all the recipes. You know Alyssa. I just want to give Alyssa a shout out. She's amazing. She's our chef. I just want to make that clear that I'm not taking credit for did her. Did she uh, do the
2: grain bowls and the energy bites, which are bites, amazing?
0: Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, that's so good. She is seed pudding. Anyway, oh my just wow. want to okay. give credit where credit's due. <laughs> Everyone,
2: still. please stop by Juice Culture like at least once. Yeah, let <laughs> them know Anthony. Let them know Saturday Radio sent you and get back to us on that.
0: Yeah, we'll give you a 10% discount if you say Saturday Radio sent
1: you. Boom! Boom, that's it. <laughs> that's it. We need a Saturday drink. We need to try to get that we in. We already somewhere. have two. I think you oh, you're, have right, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's, you can't have it all. You what if we get rid of, of the Anthony? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> joking, I'm joking. Where could people find you and where are you located?
0: So, Upper Upper Montclair, 617 Valley Road, um, right, right in the middle of town. Um, and online and Instagram is Juice Culture NJ.
1: Okay. And can people reach out to you if they have any questions of course. for anything? Yeah,
0: there's a uh, there's an email address on the website, chooseculturenj.com, that goes straight to me. Or you can send me a direct message on Instagram. I'm on that all the time. So, yes, please, I answer any and all questions. Happy to help anybody out.
2: Yes. Great. Again, all thank well. you so much, Casey. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having thank thank me. Thank you for coming out to make music day. day. Good yeah. luck with everything. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, this is NKNX. And bar. And enjoy the rest of your day.